Welcome to Diary of a Crowdfunded Film, proudly in collaboration with Brick Studios. I'm Jose Pusella. Join me as I take you on this audio journey with Heath Davis on the making of his new crowdfunded film, Christmas. Welcome back to this seventh episode of Diary of a Crowdfunded Film, bringing you the audio equivalent of the special features on a DVD. In this series dedicated to the fourth film by Heath Davies titled Christmas, as always, I'm Jose, and joining me today on this special sponsors episode series is someone who in the late 80s and early 90s tried a hand or two hands at acting, but for any Campbelltonian, will be known as the owner and brewmaster of the iconic watering hole, the beer shed. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today, Jai. Thank you very much, Jose. It's great to be here, mate. Uh, before we crack on, let me get some housekeeping out of the way. The crowdfunding campaign is officially over with a final tally of 302 backers. So a huge thanks and virtual hugs to everyone who contributed. And if you'd like to continue receiving behind the scenes updates and interviews about Christmas as it heads into production, then please catch us on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Deezer, and Stitcher. Subscribe and leave a review so other fantastic individuals like yourselves can find us. All right. Um, can I call you a brewmaster or? Uh, I'm definitely, um, my, my, my brewer would not like you calling me a brewmaster. Right. That's, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't have much to do with the uh, brewing itself. That's our Justin Ellsworthy, who's our head brewer. He does most of that sort of stuff. Okay. I come up with a few uh, few ideas that he, he shoots down, and uh, but he, he's the real genius when it comes to that. So, yeah. All right. Well, then a shout out to Justin. Shout out, Justin. What I want to touch on first is I have to ask about two hands. <laughs> I mean, that iconic Gregor Jordan film that first introduced the world to Heath Ledger, rest in peace, legend. Yes. How did you get involved with that film? Oh, look, I acted from when I was a, a young kid. I was in a lot of stuff and I watch a lot of, um, of Heath's movies now and a lot of his cast I've actually acted with in the past. Like I've acted with Heath, obviously, and, and Steve in, in Two Hands and Justin Rosniak I acted with a long time ago. Right. Uh, Reese Muldoon, like people like that. Like I've, I've actually, you know, shared the screen with them at some time or another. So it's really a big flashback for me. But uh, yeah, so I did a lot of acting when I was uh, a kid. And with Two Hands, I can't remember why, but I couldn't cast for it at the time because I was called into a casting at, at Mulliner's Castings, who I went to a lot in Sydney. Christina, who worked there at the time, was a friend of mine from drama school, and she just sent the tape over to Gregor, and he said, yeah, he's the man. Let's do it. He's the guy to stand in front of a bank and do nothing and get a gun, <laughs> gun pointed to his head and thrown on the ground. It's perfect for the role. So so that's how that happened. And I just had my um, my second kid then, uh, Bodie. So it's like 20, he's 24 this year. It's like a long time. It's almost 25 years. I think it's crazy, crazy long time ago. Yeah. So that was, it was a great experience. And it was sort of at the end, like I was getting into my own businesses back then and I just became a father for the second time. And so I was losing, you know, acting was sort of being put on the back burner a bit and it was just a bit of opportunity timing and then the movie blew up you know obviously and Heath then blew up even bigger after the yeah. movie so so yeah it was a fantastic experience to spend two days with with Steve and you, I don't know if he'd remembered me too much but um and with Heath as well I just quit smoking so I was basically bumming smokes off Heath Ledger for two days and uh, <laughs> so yeah great experience and yeah it's just feature films are just so, so much fun to make it's a, and I wanted to touch on that um because Steve Lamarckin as um people know you mentioned he played Waza 
Um, yeah. So did you have a chance to catch up with him on your two shoot days? Oh, 100%. Yeah, we were together on both days. So, like, you know, as you probably know in the film industry, it's you're only shooting for for five minutes and you're sitting around doing nothing for another two hours before they reset for the next shot. So, so yeah, look, we traded a few conversations and things like that. I can't remember any of them right now. There's a lot of beers in between (laughs) in and now, (laughs) but definitely I just remembered, you know, I think with Steve, what, what you see on, the screen is a lot of what you get with him in real life, you know. I don't mean he's a thug bank robber. I mean, <laughs> he's just, you know, he's just a, a nice bloke that you, it's very relatable to sort of everyday everyday people. So, yeah, I just remember that, and it was definitely a good feeling just hanging out with Steve and, uh, and Heath for, for a few days for sure. Yeah, so great experience, and it's a great story, you know. Absolutely. I hope I can – I'm going to put it out there. We're going to hopefully try to get um, Steve on the show. I know that they're going to try to go into a bit of – um. Uh, social media silence as they prep before the August shoot. Um, look, the last question I wanted to touch on with regards to two hands. So you obviously had a chance to hang out. And as you were saying, you were bumming cigarettes from Heath Ledger. Did you get a sense yeah. that there was something special about this teen at that time? Or was just like another regular guy? Oh, I think that during the, well, with Heath, there was a big, look, there was a big, you know, sort of aura around him at the time and everyone knew he was the next big thing. So with Heath and this, I didn't know this till after because I just got thrown on the set with this guy I'd never seen before. Yeah. Um, but there was talk about, he just returned from the US where he'd shot 10 Things I Hate About You, which become a big movie. And that's, we talked that's a bit about right. that. And then he just, just sort of a few days before got cast in the page opposite Mel, Mel Gibson so <laughs> it looked like he was going to be something special and there was definitely a big big buzz around him to me I didn't you know I guess when you're sort of used to sort of hanging on sets and things like that you don't really buy into all that sort of stuff too much but it was definitely something I'd went home and t- told my wife that oh this guy's probably going to be something pretty big he's just got cast with Mel Gibson in this huge Hollywood blockbuster so so yeah and then 10 things coming out probably only a few months later and you know which was a fantastic film and you know I was only early 20s at the time so me and my wife loved it and I was like that's the guy you know I'm <laughs> smokes off that guy in two days so <laughs> pretty cool oh that's awesome mate thank you so much for sharing that definitely cool times and cool stories for the uh, for your kids now who are grown up based on what you're saying sure yes how did you make the leap from aspiring actor to the brewery or brewer entrepreneur oh look that's a long time coming i got into another i was into another business for for about which is still sort of running for about 20 odd years now which is electronics so i got to the stage of my electronics business where i was getting a bit bored and and an opportunity i walked into the, the beer shed um, at Campbelltown at this time, probably about 10 years ago. I was playing golf with a mate and he'd heard about this brewery and said, let's drop past. So I ended up walking in there. I bought one of these U-Butte, you know, kegerator fridges and grabbed, grabbed a 50-litre keg of beer and took it home. And I told my wife, sample. of course... Just a small sample. But I turned up with it at home and I told my wife I won closer to the pin at golf and this was the prize for, <laughs> for doing so. So that was my first sort of walk into this this business. And along the next few, or probably the next couple of years, talking to the owner back then, we'd come about sort of, I thought that that concept would work over where I lived at the time, which I still live now, which is uh, Warren Heights in, in the Sutherland Shine, Sydney. And yeah, so we ended up opening one there. Um, but yeah, long story short, the businesses were just a lot of fun for a lot of time and then you know we didn't really make much money and the opportunity come up um three years ago to take over the Campbelltown brewery which 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 I did with with a couple of partners and then um yeah so we've sort of went in a different direction opened the bar and 
do a lot of wholesale stuff, sell to pubs, clubs, that sort of thing. So, look, it's just a passion of mine. I like to get into things I'm passionate about. So, but it really become a real business sort of in my brain probably three, three and a half years ago. So, so we're still in the growth stages of that. You know, when we first opened the brewery, there wasn't a lot of microbreweries. And now, now there's a, a shit ton of microbreweries around. So, so yeah, we've sort of fallen behind the eight ball because our, our direction was a bit different from others. But yeah, we're getting back on track now. And then, you know, things like shooting feature films in your brewery pop up and you, you know, take them with two hands. Well, I mean, it brings us to, I love it. I love it. It brings us to Christmas because uh, how did you come to hear about um, the film? Did you approach Heath and Daniel or was it the other way around? No. So Daniel's been a blessing to us. Um, Daniel walked into our brewery probably, it'd be close to a year ago now and said, you know, I'm Daniel Fennick and I own this uh, you know, this company called Brick Studios and Campbelltown Council's throwing a shitload of money at us to uh to do a sort of little tourism campaign series and we think your place would be great for it. So yeah, we, that's when we first met. So we he basically had to pitch us to the council and we become one of the venues. And then uh, Daniel came in and shot his part there. Daniel and also Chris Bland, who who was the cinematographer on this on this film as well. Yes. Um. So yeah, we spent we spent uh, a couple of weeks sort of back and forth filming and that sort of stuff. So we had a great time actually. And then yeah, so that went on and that became a big success for us. I don't know if you've seen those videos, but they're fantastic. I mean, I have. You got Chris shooting, and then you know. Daniel was directing and producing it was just fantastic you know we did way above my expectations they made our brewery look a million bucks so then yeah basically so we kept in touch like back and forth since then and look Daniel's just a guy that's just he's lateral and everything he sort of does his thinking just goes everywhere yes. and he wants to try and sort of do you know he might be talking in about apples and the next thing he's talking about you know the harbour bridge and we should climb it tomorrow sort of thing you know so <laughs> um so yeah he walked back in and said oh look we're shooting a feature film you need want to come down he spoke to me about it and i just thought oh yeah cool like anything you know feature films if you've been in the industry for a lot of time you can talk about them and you can still be talking about them three years later you know what i mean indeed they say that just to, sorry to cut you off that the uh, most common uh, state of a feature film is to kind of not be made <laughs> so to get one made you know is always, is, yeah that's right that's right exactly right yeah so um yeah so he, he walked back in and i said yeah i'd love it and he sort of talked briefly about it then and this is the concept and all the rest of it he said oh you got to meet heath so i thought yeah no worries let's let's meet heath so yeah heath walked into our brewery a couple of weeks later and yeah we instantly hit it off he's such a great bloke and and um yeah he was he was into the brewery almost immediately and I think, you know, he sort of, he looks at everything through a different pair of eyes. Obviously, he's looking at as far as what his script is and what he can do and and what it can become and all the rest of it. So, it's yeah, so meeting those two guys was fantastic and it was pretty much full steam ahead almost straight away. It's like, yep, yep, we're keen, you're keen, let's do it, you know, sort of thing. So, so yeah, it's, a, it's fantastic. And with what Daniel's already done for the local community, now what he's doing sort of almost again on a bigger scale is just unbelievable it's a testament to him and and he really sort of believes in the area and the people and and he, he gets everyone involved you know so i completely believe in him um and everyone that's coming on board with this um and in we had two episodes with daniel one of them that i chatted with him he mentioned you're providing the upstairs of your establishment as a production office um, yeah, as one 
as one contribution. So it's going to get rowdy, but in a good way. Have they started setting up shop yet? Oh, not yet. No. So, so I think. Look, I'm a bit behind the eight ball on that one. I've got to clean up a bit. You know, there's a lot of <laughs> lot of lot of junk in there at the moment. So, um, yeah, but we've got some big areas upstairs which we've we've offered to them. So we've got some good internet and yeah, which is a little bit dangerous having a production office in a brewery. But uh... <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was going to say, is there a main pipe or some main a main pipeline to turn off the taps? <laughs> well, there is, but yeah, it's 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 very easy to get beer if they want it, you know, and very quickly. So, look, that's fine. I think that. Look, they've been sort of residents now for quite a little while. And it's like me, you know, yeah. I can go in there in a day and drink. I've got to drive home and things like that. So we'll see how they go. I mean, shooting a film and they're on a pretty tight schedule as well, as I've heard from your recent podcast. I think yes. they're shooting the whole lot in under or about two weeks, aren't they, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, there's 18 days for the principal shoot and then there'll be probably another week or so. They're going to have no time to drink, mates. <laughs> It'll be all in the uh, rap party. Yeah, well, 100%. We're going to have plenty of times afterwards to do that sort of stuff. So, so yeah, I hope that the scene that they're shooting down at Abru, I had the, the, the I had the uh, privilege of reading the script a few weeks ago, which is just Lovely. fantastic. So it's sort of pieced to get together for me with how – um, the beer shed is featured in it and it's just it's it's pivotal and it's it's hugely hugely exciting for me so that leads me into the next question because as you mentioned it's also um you're going to provide a free shooting location um yeah. i've never been to the brew shed but i will rectify that sir um i can't you, not do um... this and not so i will you can hold me to it but i will rectify that 100 um but I'm assuming it'll be dining and perhaps there's a stage area for Hannah Joy. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, exactly right. So Hannah's character Joy uh, plays a, a uh, bartender at the beer shed, but also a uh, she's a, an artist, a singer-songwriter as well. So, um, yeah, so all that sort of stuff's already in place um, and it's a big open space too, so there's plenty of room to make you know, a tiny corner look brilliant while there's 50 people standing at the other side of the camera, you know, so... So yeah, it's it's it's. I think they'll go really well, and it's a really good bump in, bump out. You basically pull up to the door that swings straight into the brewery. So yeah, it's an ideal location. And just down the road is the Funland, which is you could walk there in five minutes. I could walk there in fifteen minutes. So um, it's it's yeah, it's just down the road. And they're also their main house shoot too is only only another ten minutes down the road. So so yeah, everything everything's come together beautifully. Um, look, have I left anything out on the contributions that you're graciously providing to the film? Um, I don't think so, no. No, I think that, look, I, to be honest, I don't feel like we're doing a lot. I think, like, we're getting a lot more back than, than what we'll put out. Look, I'm going to enjoy myself. You know, I enjoyed myself when we did the We Are Campbelltown shoot. I'm going to enjoy myself being back on set and, you know, and, and sort of watching that, you know, all the magic sort of happening and things like that. And I can't wait to see Heath work. Before... Heath walked into the brewery. I had not seen one of his films and I felt pretty bad about that because I love Australian films and they're so easily accessible now. And they're, you know, they're all on these sort of um, the streaming services, I think Netflix and Stan and so forth. So I binged, I binged three of his movies in three days and I absolutely love them all. You know, they're all very similar, but all so different as well. Yes. Um, and the best thing he does, like, is, I mean, but you see everything too, but the best thing he does, like, his casting is unbelievable. Like, I just think all his, all his casting is just spot on. Like, he gets all that right. And you watch what Blandy does too, his cinematography, especially in Locust, was just stunning, you know, when they went, they shot that sort of out at uh, Broken Hill, I Broken think they Hill. did, or yeah, something like that. That's there. right. 
it's just stunning. So it's really exciting to see that, you know, and I think, oh, these guys, it's almost like smoking with Heath for two days, you know. These guys are my mates, you know. <laughs> they hang out at the brewery and they're doing this shit. This is fucking awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. So, look, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit. So I don't know how many more sleeps to Christmas, but, but you know, it's not that more, much more. So no, can't wait, not. can't wait. No, that's fantastic. Uh, well, yeah, I should mention one more thing. We are trying to put together at the moment a uh, fundraiser at the brewery, which is uh, all proceeds will go to go back into the movie, which is going to be a, I don't know if it's, we're still sort of working out the details of it with, with Heath, but it's going to be a battle of the bands type, you know, Campbelltown's got talent, something like that. And we're setting that for sort of late July. So anyone listening on the podcast, keep an eye out for more information on that soon. Beautiful. And we'll make sure, I'm sure Dan will also be on uh, the promotional side of things as well. He mentioned something and I'm glad you brought that up for us, Jai. Look, I was hoping to chat about the golden amber. The ancient Egyptians (laughs) understood it so well that they coined this unverified proverb, the mouth of a perfectly happy man is filled with beer. So what beer do you like to fill your mouth with? What beer don't I like to fill my mouth with? <laughs> <laughs> That's the easier question, is it? <laughs> there's not one I won't try. There's not one I won't finish, you know. So, oh, look, we live in a great time now. I mean, there's so many different options out there, so many different craft breweries, things like that. All I can say to people is that if you're in Australia, support your independent breweries, okay? You can go down and buy a slab of $50 cans from some of the bigger breweries and also research the beer you're buying as well. So if you're buying from a craft beer, it might be owned by one of the big guys. So research your breweries, make sure you support Indie. There's a little label on a lot of beers um, that says um, that they are certified independent. Look out for that label and support the little guys because they're the ones that um, put a lot more into doing things like we do, you know, like we're community-based. We like to support sort of local businesses, charities, local feature films, of course. So, um, yeah, anything independent, let's put it that way. I'm partial to um, a dark ale, malty, almost like a meal in a bottle. Yeah. But my weekend choice is Pilsner. Would you have anything to tempt my palate? Yeah, so we have 14 taps that are always in rotation. So, yeah, so anytime you walk in there, um, you'll be able to get our standard lager, pale ale, a ginger beer, an IPA any day of the week. But we do rotate lots of different beers all the time. So right now we've got, like you might like, a um, we call it the ROF, which is a chock chili stout. And the ROF stands for Ring of Fire. So um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's on tap at the moment. We've got a Smoky Porter. Um, we've got a Sunsets, which is basically a tropical IPA. So, yeah, you just give us a little bit of notice when you're coming. You tell us what you want, and now Brew will sort of mix you up something to taste, that's for sure. Oh, but, beautiful. Uh, yeah, one thing is that there'll be plenty of it, mate. I love it. I like the sound of that uh, Johnny Cash one that, Ring of fire. So yes. uh, I might have to try uh, that one definitely. To a burning ring of fire. You got it. I'm going to put you on the spot and you can say to me, give yourself an uppercut, son, but I still have to do it. <laughs> okay. What are the chances that you'd consider crafting a non alcoholic brew, kind of limited release for Christmas to support the themes of sobriety t- tackled in the film? Well, what would you say if I've already got one in motion? Oh, I would say yes. you're a legend. Well, Dan- well, look, you know, Daniel come to me with this quite a while ago because you know that he can't help himself trying to look at sort of, you know, tick, you know, tick every box basically and come across every yes. angle. So our brewer, see, actually, you might be right with the brewmaster thing here because our brewer recently took two weeks leave. So 
and he's got a lot in, on his plate. So if I present him with stuff, you know, sometimes he's he's just got too much on. Sure. So while he was off, I thought I'd have a little play. So I've actually basically brewed our first um, non-alcoholic beer. Well, it's alcoholic currently because the idea with non-alcoholic beer to make it a good beer is you basically make a normal beer. Okay. okay? So you make a normal – well, this is one of the ways to do it anyway. So you make a normal beer, but you actually play with the ingredients a bit because you don't want it too bitter because what you're going to do is once before you – after the fermentation, and before filtering carbonating, you're actually going to reboil the alcohol back off that beer. Right. Um, so this is one method. There's obviously other methods. So other brewers are probably listening to me. What's this guy talking about? <laughs> but anyway, this is my method. So yes, it's in it's in works, and it's something. And it's you're right. It's in tradition with the script. Um, and of course, when we shoot there for the big day of shooting, we don't want all our uh, extras getting shit faced either. So <laughs> we will definitely have something there. I don't know how it'll taste because I'm brewing it. But look, I've given our brewer enough time to taste mine and make it better. He won't be able to help himself. So that's that's my plan anyway. I love it. That is fantastic. Thank you so much. Look, it's been a pleasure, Jai. I can uh, sense you're a very humble and generous guy. You have an enormous pride for the community and it's reflected in how you're giving back and contributing to the film, but also to your patrons and with the time that you've allowed me for this episode as well. Um, look, lastly, because I haven't done this yet, could you please give us the address? Um, and if you want to send a hello or shout out to anyone, or again, do a better job than I've done of promoting the beer shed, then please go ahead now, mate. No, that's good. So the beer shed is located in Campbelltown, which is south of Sydney, southwest of Sydney. Um, so yeah, we're located at uh, 4A Holly Lee Road in Lumia. Um, you can hit us up on our website at thebeershed.com.au. Get on our socials. We're uh, big on Facebook and Insta. We share a lot of stories, photos, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, come down and see us. We'd love to see you. We're open seven days. Our big days are Friday, Saturday and Sunday. We have food trucks on all those days. Um, we can hold functions, we can shoot movies, bar mitzvahs, whatever you want. We'll do anything. So, yeah, come down and see us and, um, yeah, we'll, we'll take really good care of you. So thank you, Jose, for this opportunity. And I'm, I'm humbled and I'm grateful for you guys. You know, what you're doing for us is fantastic. When, and it goes a long way. So we really, really do appreciate it, mate. Look, it's um, I can only say the same to you. I'm, I'm humbled. It's awesome that we've been able to continue this momentum. And I really hope that of the listeners and the Christmas film community who are following, that they'll reciprocate in kind and head out to the brew shed for some great, um, sorry, the beer shed. I keep saying the brew shed. I'm going to put this double black away. We'll fix um, it up in post. We'll fix it yeah, up in post. I'm actually going to leave this so people can go, Jose, don't leave your day job. <laughs> That's all right, mate. But um, hopefully we can reciprocate and head down there for some great beer and quality food. And I just want to add, if you haven't seen it yet, the Beer Shed was featured in the We Are Campbelltown series, as you mentioned, produced for Campbelltown Council by Dan the Man, Fenno Daniel Fennick, and his talented team from Brick Studios. I'm going to reach out to Dan and see that I can get a link up in the show notes so that when this is published, we can also have people viewing that series that ran as well for the beer. Yeah, that'd be great. It's worth a watch too. It's a good little watch. So and you'll get to see and meet our brewer too. Absolutely. Well then, look, thank you very much, Brewmaster. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed yourself, mate. I've had a great time, mate. Thanks very much, Jose. All the best, pal. Thank you. Until next time. Ciao. Thanks for listening to Diary of a Crowdfunded Film. Subscribe to hear all future episodes. And if you enjoyed the show, leave us a review. For more info, please visit Diary of a Crowdfunded Film on Facebook.